1: reached my favorite murder podcast you've reached 323
0: 3. <laughs> 3. number. <laughs> it'll be fun let's just see what happens
1: if you have memorized my phone number i would be greatly impressed with you
0: wouldn't that be cool dude i don't know my own phone number i don't i
1: think i know your area code
0: <laughs> every, every time i have to put my phone number into like a uh, any kind of uh-huh. a form that i'm filling out i have to say it out loud <laughs> and like picture it in my mind <laughs> I
1: did. Vince and I memorized each other's phone numbers way back when, just in case of emergency. For
0: safety. Let's do each other's too. Okay. So in case my emergency. So my we <laughs> 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 um, We'll memorize it better if it's on the show and everyone helps. Yeah. So we can just listen to it over and over again. <clears throat> this is my favorite part of our, where we talk about phone numbers,
1: guys. But seriously, Stephen, give your phone number on there right Steven, now. Stephen, you do it. You do it for everyone. Five five five.
0: five <laughs> Perfect. Five five five. five <laughs> <laughs> Dinosaur. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> it's the dinosaur hotline. What if it's just podcast? P O D of people just reciting their phone numbers. Yes, Linda Berry, who's a great uh, comic book artist and writer. Mm-hmm. I-, I took a writing class of hers, and she does this exercise. Giving an example of how, if you draw memory, if you write about memories from your childhood, they're much richer mm-hmm. than adult. And then she goes, here's an example. What's your first phone number? Uh, and Know it immediately. Right? Everyone starts smiling and giggling yeah. and everybody can recite their first phone number. And then she's like, okay, how about two phone numbers ago? <laughs> you have no fucking clue. Because no. who cares? By that point in life, you're yeah. just dead inside that you just don't care. The phone isn't exciting anymore. No. <laughs> Um, 762
1: 3221. That's <laughs> five five the nine? first one. 5589. Okay. Yes. So this one is called Richard Ramirez are Almost Turned My Mom Into a Murderer. Okay. you in? Loving it. Okay. Dear Karen, Georgia, Stashmaster Stephen, and Fluff Muffins. No and no. Uh, that's what I thought. Th- those last two are
0: unacceptable. Okay.
1: First, thank you for an amazing podcast. It has made the gym infinitely more tolerable and has given my murderino mind an insane amount of joy to be grateful for. That's nice. You all rock. Second, I have to note that the only reason I heard this story is that I finally cornered my mother into listening to your podcast while on a road trip. We finished the first episode and I looked at my mom, nervously calculating how long it was going to take for her to announce me a sick bastard. And she pensively said, that reminds me of the time I thought Richard Amaris was going to kill me. (gasps) Oh, full fucking stop. Sidebar. I probably should have heard this story when I told her I worked at a show about night, about the night stalker, but whatever. <laughs> um, so my parents lived in Anaheim in the early eighties. They were, there were pastel walls. My mom had a terrifying perm. I was just <laughs> <laughs> it was a scary time. It was a very scary time. Uh, I had one too. I was a few months old and my older brother was three. My godmother was a nurse also living and working in the area who happened to live across the street from one of her coworkers who incidentally was attacked by Ramirez. She survived and ended up identifying later, identifying later in court. Wow. Anyway, mom's friend's coworker had been attacked and the house we were living in it was in a block of houses that for the most part had that, and this is in all caps, super safe sliding glass door in the back. <laughs> Important note, these sli- sliding glass doors were a fave of Ramirez to get into houses. Yeah, because it's just that little clicky lock. Uh huh. We those- had one of those two and we did him the favor of never locking it.
0: Oh, that's nice. To boot. That's, <laughs> I feel like those sliding glass doors are like a part of 70s serial killers. Totally. It's like part of the horror. Yeah. I don't think, yeah. The sound of a sliding glass door being quietly opened at night.
1: No, totally. I don't think in my entire childhood was there ever everything on the, on the ground floor, including the doors and the windows and everything, locked ever right. one time when it was all closed up. Just a different time <laughs> and a different reality. Stupid time and a stupid reality. True. You know what I mean? hmm Anyway, in the middle of the night, while my dad was away on a business trip, my mom woke up to the doorbell ringing. Horrible. Like any responsible woman alone with two children in the middle of the night during an active serial killer's rampage, (laughs) she opened the door. (laughs) (laughs) It was the next door neighbor's girlfriend. She said that her boyfriend wasn't home, but she was too scared to go into her house because she swore she heard someone in there. In true horror film fashion, my mom thought, cool, I'll take you into your boyfriend's house and show you there's nothing (laughs) to be afraid of. (laughs) No. No. What? No. So the two unarmed young women go into a house all alone and choose to tour uh, the house, turning the lights on when they go into a room and then off. Save that electricity money, honey. What? What? Anyway, they get to the last room in the house, which is kind of a lofty area on the second floor. There's a door and four walls, so it sounds like a regular room to me, but that's how my mom described it anyway. (laughs) Then I hear the sliding glass Sorry. Then they hear the sliding glass door open. I just have to point out that, yes, I have a hard time speaking, but Stephen printed this in like 11 point font. Yeah. Do you see this? De- it's definitely passive
0: aggressive the de- way he printed up these stories. It's like he wants me to fail. Yeah. He's he's against us. That's clear. All right. And it, we're just going to keep on seeing these. Songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> damn it. As luck would have it, they happen to be in a room where the neighbor kept his pistol. The girlfriend, who P.S. is 20 years old, takes out the gun. My mom, mom takes out the gun. Mom takes the gun from her and calls out. No one responds, but they hear footsteps coming up the stairs. Here's where I have to point out. My mom is a badass. She grew up on a farm and knows how to use firearms and always has a manicure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, girl. Perm that manicure. She checked the safety and aimed directly to the left of the door at the frame. The door opens. My mom adjusts her aim and notices that the person coming through the door is bald. Richard Ramirez, if you remember, had straight up Vidal Sassoon curls. Oh, I remember. They weren't
0: curls, really. More waves. But anyway.
1: (laughs) It was my dad. (laughs) My mom almost shot my dad. He'd come back early from a business trip, and when he found mom was gone from the house, he went to check the next door. The porch light was on, but the front door was locked. So he went around the back and found the back sliding glass door open, not just unlocked, fully open. Oh shit. He immediately then grew concerned and thought something uh, bad might have happened. So instead of calling 911, he just went up the stairs without announcing himself. Wow. <laughs> Super gallant. <laughs> almost got shot. <laughs> so as far as my hometown murder, this specific faucet, facet is missing the murder part, but very, but very narrowly. And I had to send it to you because it's a funny story. Please keep up the amazing show. Stay sexy. Don't get murdered. P.S. You inspired to, me to teach my cat Atlas the word cookie and he meows like Elvis and it makes me feel warm and fuzzy love JD
0: fun 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 Um, that reminds me of the people that we met at the meet and greet uh, mm-hmm. in Anaheim and mm-hmm. it was a mother daughter oh, yeah. and the mother was there the day that Richard Ramirez was running through that neighborhood in was it Boyle Heights yeah she, or no the, down down there right it's Boyle Heights no no, no. Well, it was yeah. Boyle Heights she was there she,
1: she he got caught in in front of her house Oh, oh, right. The and cops the, got him down on the ground because the, because the. No, I think that they, I don't know something. It was in front of her house where he got, because it was like a block long yeah. street
0: where they got caught. And the mom kept saying that every all her neighbors were just going outside and like, and like <laughs> watching him being a part, And she was telling people to go back inside. Right. Right. Like she was like, they were so crazy. Everyone was just out. Yeah. Like, you know, there was a serial killer loose. That's so funny. I, I love was that. so. I told them I was very starstruck to meet her. She got to be right there, (laughs) scene of the crime. Mm -hmm. Okay, the subject line of this is, my mom would probably get arrested if she did this today. I love it. Hey, MFM fam. When I was a teenager, I was obsessed with scary movies, and my mom loved Halloween. My birthday is in October, so on my 13th or 14th birthday, I decided to have a sleepover. (laughs) Oh, no. Where we planned to watch a scary movie and just hang out. When my friends and I had settled in to watch Psycho in the living room, my mom left us there to go pick up pizza. I know what she's going to do. <laughs> I'll set the scene. My parents' living room was a big open space that had a huge glass door out to the deck in one direction, oh connected to the kitchen in another direction and the foyer in the front door the other way. A while after my mom left, as we watched the movie in the dark, a large man began, <laughs> began pounding on the back door. He was standing on the deck looking in. We of course jumped up and began running in all directions and began screaming. Oh You're probably thinking, oh no, then they, oh, then they called 911. No, we didn't. Why? I don't know. Other than to say that teenagers are really fucking stupid sometimes. <laughs> Just as we began to calm down and try to figure out what to do, a pounding came from the front door. <gasps> As I moved toward the door, again, why, you stupid, stupid girl, (laughs) the same large man stuck his hand in the door and began (gasps) waving it around, yelling something I don't remember now. I slammed the door closed and locked it. Just moments later, and mind you, we were still running around screaming and not calling 911. <laughs> we heard the garage door open and my mom walked in. As we hysterically tried to tell her what happened, she seemed not to believe us, holding it together only for a few moments and then dissolved into laughter. Ugh. That's right. My own mother recruited our neighbor down the street to stage a motherfucking break-in <laughs> just to scare us. <laughs> Can you imagine if she pulled that shit today? She'd get arrested or at the very least, child services would be called. Oh my god! Surprisingly, I have no lasting damage from this incident and it did go down as a great sleepover according to my friends. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks so much for everything you do in this crazy awesome community that you've created because of MFM. I've met a group of women who are helping me achieve my wildest craziest dream of writing a book. Yay! SSDGMK. That's awesome.
1: That's so rad. I keep thinking about like what if they had grabbed a knife? I would have stabbed at that hand.
0: I mean that is the worst it's the, the worst idea. It's the worst idea and, and at the same time. That's like, and I th- can't remember if I told the story or not. My crazy friend Brian, who I used to work at the gap with, uh-huh. uh, who one time told me a story that he thought was really funny where he broke into his friend's house wearing a pantyhose on his face. Oh, no. With a knife in his hand. No. He crawled into her her kitchen window. A female? Yes. What a dick. And she kicked him in the balls <laughs> and beat the shit out of him and then he got really mad at her. And then she and then she was like, I'm not talking to you anymore and he's like, What? I thought it was funny. Oh my God. What an <laughs> asshole. But you have to. Know, I love he's, her. Yeah, he's really hilarious. He he just thought I was like when he told me the story, I was laughing, but I was also like, Brian, what is wrong with you? You're you're such like a guy. Yeah. you don't understand wh- why that is the scariest possible thing, right? And why this person would never want to speak to you again, <laughs> rightly so. <laughs> <laughs> oh Brian
1: Brian Also imagine having a 13 year old You have to hate them so much At that point That you just want to <sighs> fuck with them So good for the mom Yeah she probably it's like her like, only sanity left
0: Let me give you Give you a little perspective Of all the things You're you're like crying And pouting about yeah. Around the house Yeah Let's give you a little
1: Dose me, of hideous reality Let mommy give you A dose <laughs> of reality you And pick
0: up a pizza I'll get your fucking pizza You know Your mom is bullshitting you If she goes to pick up a pizza In this in, Right From 1970 <laughs> 79 on whenever they invented dominoes. There's no picking up pizza you don't, no mother goes to pick up pizza there's no such thing why get take pizza What's takeout?
1: take out yeah take out pizza take out any food okay okay we're done we're done um well this one is called fun so this is good this <laughs> one's subject is fun just plain fun no fun oh. all caps stepdad was the vet to the son of sam dog what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Hi, Karen, Georgia, Steven, an assorted menagerie. Yes. Uh, I'll make this short because... Oh, wait. I'll make this short because being featured on in MFM would be amazing. Oh. That's a good way to to do it. it uh, those two things don't
0: necessarily directly relate, but okay. They don't.
1: Um, Although... Short and, like, good or long and good. Just good is the... Common denominator. Yeah. Hence. Hence. Good. (laughs) Hence, I'm going to read this. Hence. Okay. I like using hence at the end of the sentence. Hence. Yeah. (laughs) Like ties it all together. Yeah. During and after the Son of Sam murder spree, my stepdad was a young veterinary school graduate in New York. He worked in a vet clinic trying to pay off his student loans and avoid getting elbow deep in... A sick cow upstate. Oh. (laughs) mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The clinic he worked at was also the clinic for the dog in your recent Son of Sam episode. The dog that was supposedly a demon was this sweet, chunky Labrador (laughs) named Harvey. Oh. And then she says, I'm not fat shaming. I'm pretty food motivated, too. (laughs) Anyway, the way my step motivated is
0: (laughs) that is. Yes, that's just a dog is food motivated. Uh, And it's me. It's just (laughs) when you have your motivations in
1: certain places. I love the idea, though, of a sweet, chunky Labrador named
0: Harvey. This being Satan. Yeah, come on. He's looking up at that window being like, dude, you've got to be kidding me. He's like bacon. You know, this isn't me. He's looking up there just going bacon do you have bacon do you have bacon well then don't involve me in your bullshit right that's all
1: I want to know yeah okay anyway the way my stepdad tells the story is that late at night when he had to stick around for charting and cleaning he was one he was once alone with this dog in an empty clinic once he made sure he was alone he asked the dog straight out (laughs) whether he was the devil (laughs) the dog said no but the cat is a real asshole (laughs) (laughs) He likes to get a big laugh out of it. As you know, Berkowitz admitted that he was making up all that for the insanity plea, but that is one of my, quote, hometown murders. Anyway, thank you for all your hard work and for the laughs. You always remind me to SSTGM. Love, Caitlin.
0: Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> that's such a stepdad joke. It's, no, but the cat is a real asshole. It's such a dad joke. <laughs> it's such a dad joke. That's so hilarious. <laughs> but also, like, just that... You would have you would have to wait till everyone left. You would have to wait right. till you're alone in the whole clinic, so that no one thought you were the insane one. I wonder if everyone was kind of sketched
1: out by that dog at that point. That poor dog was just like they used to be so nice to me here. Yeah.
0: Now I just get tied to a tree and no bacon because I'm the devil. <laughs> oh, I guess I'm the devil. Now. I'm
1: the pet. Harvey's the devil. Harvey. Oh, it's real funny. Harvey. Oh,
0: what happened to Harvey? Oh. He lived a good long life. He did. He got so much bacon. Oh, good boy. I actually bet his owners were way nicer to him after because they were like, oh, my God. Get away from our son, Harvey. (laughs) Our son, Harvey. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant, like perfectly scrambled eggs?
1: Oh, my God. Yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at
0: home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, This is pretty good. The subject line is, my mom survived Cleveland in 1978. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings and salutations to all humans and animals associated with the MFM brand. Perfect. Well done. My sister introduced me to your podcast six months ago. Ever since, I've been nothing but binge listening, laughing out loud at work, and checking every closet in my apartment when <laughs> I get home at night. Uh, I grew up outside Cleveland, as did both my parents, and my mother worked at a convenience store in Willowick, Ohio, mm-hmm. called Lawson's, when she was in her early 20s. That could be Willowick, it could be Willowick, it could <laughs> Offer be... for all of them. Willowick, Willowick. One night in 1978, uh, she was closing up the store with her coworker Bonnie, because it was 1978. Bonnie. Everyone's name was Bonnie.
1: Why aren't there Bonnies anymore? There is
0: a Bonnie Conover, who I went to grammar school with, and she still lives in Petaluma, and I we talk to each other on Twitter. But she's had that name forever. I want a new Bonnie. She's the original. Oh, you want a new baby? I want Bonnie? like a Bonnie that was born in the 2000s. We, if you have a Bonnie born in the 2000s, we'd love to see a picture of her. Yeah, Steven.
1: even if it's a dog, <laughs> <laughs> a bunny, a bunny named Bonnie. Oh, also we oh. love
0: pictures of bunnies. <laughs> a bunny named Bonnie. We, if you have a picture of a bunny named Bonnie that's one of those really big ones, oh. that like that's like the size of it's a like sixth a hair, Got yes. a rabbit so actually that's we just want sister. we just want the one picture <laughs> yeah 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 bonnie the bunny that's huge please that's got to be a hashtag <laughs> okay uh okay so bonnie and the mom are at well, the Wallawick lawsons okay they're closing up when two men come in mm. wearing black trash bags from head to toe. <gasps> my mom says that she initially thought it was two neighborhood teens that would come in from time to time to pl- uh, trying to play a prank on them. Yeah, Because it was 1978. One of the men was holding a revolver and ordered my mom and Bonnie to open the register and safe and then lay it down face down on the floor with mm-hmm. their hands at their sides. They emptied the cash register and then stepped over the women to get to the safe. The whole time, my mom was silent while Bonnie was hysterically praying out loud. Oh, Bonnie. <laughs> Keep it down. Uh, Bonnie, be cool. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, at some point said quietly to my mom that she was quote glad she had already mopped the floor (laughs) (laughs) just handle it like a bonnie Bonnie. um they handling (laughs) it like a bonnie is a new one they stayed like that until they heard another customer come in asking if anyone was in the store apparently the two men had left out the back exit while the ladies were up front laying on the recently mopped floor. The police were called, but as far as my mom can remember, no one was ever arrested for the robbery. She and Bonnie got a whopping $25 each from Lawson's. What? Because they SSD'd during <laughs> the incident. $97 today in today's money. Lauren. Wow.
1: <laughs> That's Lawson's hilarious. give them the full hundred. Lawson's. In
0: they really took one for
1: you. They took one for the team. 25 bucks. I think nowadays you there's like, maybe just in Los Angeles, but I think there's like a, a victim of a violent crime fund that you like because i knew a girl who got held up at gunpoint at like a salon she worked at like Whoa. she was a receptionist and they were she was closing up and got held up at gunpoint and like got all this money and she was just
0: like i'm traumatized so i don't yeah. know what
1: to do with this it feels wrong
0: oh you know well yeah that everything about that would be so hard yeah. because you lived and it's okay and but then yeah. it's not okay but i think she used it to go to beauty school and then became a, a a talented hair stylist herself fuck yes yeah. yeah so good for her i mean bad things are, are seeds that bear fruit into good things <laughs> what <laughs> good, good fruit you know that good good fruit yeah grapefruit the best fruit <laughs> great great grapefruit the greatest eat
1: it with bonnie um that is a very 70s fruit grapefruit, grapefruit with a maraschino cherry in the center mm-hmm. come on dieters Okay, this is called When I Found Out My Dad Kidnapped People. (gasps) Hey, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and Pet Menagerie. Nice. I'll try and keep it short. When I was 11, my dad took me on a trip to Los Angeles. He was really excited because... I was really excited because I got to see my family and never got to go with him before. He said it was a work trip, but he'd make time for me. Oh, thanks, Dad. I mean...
0: (laughs) For your fucking family What an honor I know To be paid attention to As a uh, child My
1: most important thing In my life is work But I will make time For this less important thing Of you my child
0: Listen Block out 7 to 7.30 For an old daddy-o <laughs> We're gonna watch Three's company together That's right You get a fucking TV dinner
1: Okay One evening at dinner TV, TV, dinner, TV probably, dinner He asked me What I knew about cults <laughs> At 11 my answer Was Nothing my dad proceeded to explain what they were to me and told me the, re- the real reason for the trip. He had been hired by parents to kidnap someone and do depro- a deprogramming job. Her dad was a deprogrammer for cults. I had a brief moment of wondering if he had once kidnapped me. Fair fucking assassination. Oh my God. But suddenly, all those warnings about vans and the game where we tailed people at the mall, quote, to show how easy it was to follow someone, unquote, made a whole lot more sense. Oh my God. Hey, let's play the following game. Come
0: on, Daddy wants to play the game where he puts a silencer on a gun. (laughs) He liked us to always be prepared
1: And would hide in bushes and jump out And wanted us always to be ready (laughs) This is called child abuse Oh my god, he wonders why I need anti-anxiety medication (laughs) Wait, how he wonders I need anti-anxiety medication is beyond me Yes He would play a game where he would jump out from the bushes So they'd be prepared Dad knock it off i bet he was fucking pissed the one time she kicked him in the dick (laughs) that was her preparation no he was because he was wearing a cup and he was like perfect reaction yeah exactly you're my sensei whatever the fuck yeah okay then all caps this thanksgiving i found out that my mother was a getaway driver for one of these jobs the other getaway driver had to drop out the cops were on to him since he had quote killed some people since he didn't take shit from anyone and then she says um what dad apparently my mom poses as a nurse and helped kidnap actual double mint twins with my father there's a lot left you have gone off the rails entirely yeah this chick is like i'll try to keep it short and we're like can you please write us four more pages of what the fuck is going on we need yeah you need to write a true a true novel about what's happening to here. us Turns out they weren't in a cult, but needed to call their dad because he was controlling and was calling deprogrammers because they weren't talking to him anymore. What? So the twins... Father, The twins had stopped talking to their father. He probably sucked. Oh. So he had started calling deprogrammers to be like, my, my kids are in a cult. Can you please go <laughs> kidnap him? And the kids are like, no, we just hate our fucking <laughs> controlling shitty dad. He wants our double mint money. Yeah, he wants that double mint money um, because they weren't talking to him anymore. Luckily, they were so mad at their father that they didn't call the police on my parents. Wow. This is the only couple. This is only a couple of wild stories I've learned from my family. S.
0: So, it is true that the dad was a cult deprogrammer. Yes. It was just in that one instance, it wasn't a cult that they were in. Right. They just wanted to get the fuck away from that Right.
1: S- yes. Okay. That was your submission for us to give you a book deal. And <laughs> yes. Our new uh, book imprint is coming out. Yes. Soon. We have decided to start a book company, and you're our first book. And we begin
0: with a subject line My mom survived a clown. <gasps> Hi, Karen, Georgia, and Steven. You're all bad bitches. Yes, Steven. You too. Thank you. I was... <laughs> thank you on behalf of Steven. <laughs> I was about... When I was about nine, I was at school, and my mom uh was about to fight a fucking clown. Oof. So, it's a pretty regular morning for my mom. She's drinking coffee and getting ready, and as she goes to put more cream in her coffee, she sees something out of the corner of her eye, and she turns and sees... A clown. No, 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 no. Really, it was just a guy with a Halloween clown mask on as she drops the creamer and coffee and runs. Yeah on her uh, way out of the kitchen he knocks her down and she hits her head on the hardwood floor. Oh my god. She rega- regains her bearings in time to see him raising knife <gasps> and she deflects it with her arm what and gets shit? cut on her neck a moment later. Oh my
1: god. We're, we're in this we're thing. We're in it.
0: At this time she goes oh fuck I need to fight and hits the guy straight in the nose with her palm uh-huh. which is fucking classic self defense class. That's right. Fucking palm in the nose That's breaking right up into their brains. that's right and she throws him off her awesome she runs to the bedroom and grabs a gun mm. turns around and cocks it right as he's in the doorway holy shit Fuck yes apparently he cut his way through the screen in the open kitchen window from the backyard and climbed in this is why i'm never gonna live on a fucking ground floor <laughs> i mean for real uh the guy didn't get caught until years later when what? he did the same thing but the cops got there in time to catch him meanwhile my school went on lockdown, and all I thought of it was, why is this girl across the room crying? We're going to be okay. <gasps> uh, she only told me after I saw the 2018 winter tour and goes, oh, th- I guess she mm-hmm. means her mom. Her mom only told her after she saw the 2018 winter tour, and she goes, want to hear how I almost got murdered? What the fuck? Thank you all so much, Mac. Mac holy shit i mean
1: that is i was waiting for like and it turned out to be her neighbors pretending to scare
0: her no no fucking real Ah. and her mom saved it until very recently good for her mom her mom didn't even tell her when she was in school lockdown that that was like
1: oh no that was because of me getting attacked hey remember we got got, you got home and i had to change the screens fucking
0: badass also just bone chilling it sounds like hacky when you hear yeah. it. Yeah. But you're in your, in your kitchen, like stirring up your coffee, just trying yeah. to wrap it up to go to work. And you turn and there's a clown in your kitchen. Dude, dude in a clown mask. No, dude. No, absolutely not. Get I re- out. I reject you and I reject Satan, who you represent. <laughs> That's right. That was such a good batch. Yeah. Um, and thank you guys for
1: listening and writing. And we, we love it. And, uh, stay sexy. And don't get murdered. <gasps> Goodbye. Goodbye. Should we see if Mimi will meow again? Yeah. Mimi, you want a cookie? Did it work? <laughs> yeah. You know, Elvis, you want a cookie too? Want a cookie? Nah.